Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of For What It's Nerd. Today, I thought we would discuss the Echo trailer that dropped the other day, as well as the Marvel article dropped by Variety a few days earlier. Now, um, a lot of people have been saying for a significant period that Marvel is in, as people are now saying, shambles. Um, uh, and this is the Variety article kind of goes up to town on this, saying that uh, they're looking at bringing back the original Avengers, they're looking at pivoting to Doctor Doom over Kang due to Jonathan Majors's, um, let's say his, how do I put it, his ongoing court case. Let's, let, let's say it that way, let's leave it at that. I don't really want to get into the debate of that because that's not really the point of this discussion right now. But of course, Jonathan Majors has been um, accused of uh, um, uh, some bad things, let's put it that way, you know, kind of understatement, but there you go. Um, and of course, that is something that Marvel needs to consider. Um, but the idea is that they're probably going to, they were saying that the rumor is that they were thinking of pivoting to Dr. Doom. Now, regardless of all that, um, it does seem like this is very much a, a poised hit piece on Marvel and uh, a lot of the rumors um, have since been um, kind of allayed by other sources, or so I've heard. Um, not saying that these sources have come directly to me, but from what I'm hearing of a number of things going on and around. Um, but again, at the same time, there's also rumors, for example, that uh, Robert Downey Jr. has signed on again as Tony Stark. So we'll see. I I, I don't know what to believe at this point regarding some of those rumors. Um, most of the Avengers are still around anyway Thor uh, Hawkeye um, Ant-Man you know a number of other Avengers are still around so it's not like the team isn't there technically and it's not like they still haven't got a lot of their legacy characters I mean you could very easily do a 90 year old Captain America um, him coming back kind of worn but not gone not done kind of thing I don't know you could technically he, he's still got the super soldier serum in him right um, but the, the, the point is, I, I, I don't know whether I believe this, and I don't know whether I think this hit piece was fair. I think media in general has been subpar for a number of years, and Marvel's part of that. But the, the only reason people are saying about Marvel is because it's hit, so it, it hit such an upward tra trajectory at a time where a lot of things weren't going so well. You know, a lot of reboots, Star Wars, for example, um, the uh dc dc wasn't going particularly well the other franchises weren't really quite strong at the time and it feels like because other franchises are kind of getting off the ground now um you know dc is doing a reboot um you've got some stronger franchises that have come out in the meantime like for example the boys and of course that spin-off gen v and uh which i, I haven't watched admittedly but i know that they're good i've heard that they're good and obviously accept that as part of what's going on currently um i, th I think it's just that marvel is kind of slightly slipped out of pace with the rest of what's going on at the moment and they're getting contenders again and that's a good thing though let's remember this marvel marvel is looking less good now because a they had a monopoly for a bit and thus they weren't trying as hard to innovate and change and do new things. And B, um, you know, the market's changed. There's new things coming into place now that people are liking, people are enjoying. And so Marvel needs to really accommodate that and change their tact toward that. So a lot of people have been saying, oh, Marvel, this sounds horrendous. Marvel just doing really badly. There was also, as usual, the, the, the typical hit piece 
on She-Hulk saying that She-Hulk cost more than, like, I think it was the Avengers or something like that. It's like, okay, yes, but that's because A, the Avengers was made in 2012. What, how many years ago is that now? Sorry, I'm trying to think. That's 2012. We're in 2023, 11 years ago. First off, things have gotten more expensive. That's how things work. Second off, we're in a recession. Third off, technology's gotten more... You know, there's a lot of things going into that. Um, also, Avengers is a two-hour-long two movie. She-Hulk was, I think, six hours long in total, something like that. It's funny how that works, isn't it? That, you know, if you've got a show that lasts, you know, three times as much as the movie, then it's probably going to cost more for those CGI things, etc. People are basically trying to say that She-Hulk is worse than, you know, and let's be honest, budget never means anything as regards a movie anyway. You know, you can have a really good movie on next to no budget. Look at, like, the original Star Wars, for example, or something crazy like that. Um, you know, it happens. Um, so I, 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 I think people aren't looking at the point. There's another one as well. I've, I forgot to say about this one. Um, the Marvels. So obviously the Marvels we've discussed last week, and I think there's a lot of hit pieces out on that because a lot of people don't like Captain Marvel, don't like Brie Larson. Let's put that aside for this one because what the new thing is is that uh, I believe it's near DaCosta, if I'm getting the name right. I could be wrong. Sorry if I've got the name of the director wrong. Um, but she moved on to another film during the uh, post-production of the Marvels. Now, A, this is a norm in the industry um, because once post-production is happening, you can basically just give notes. You, do, you don't need to be there for everything because you can just go, I like this, I didn't like that. It's like a teacher marking a test, right? You don't need to be there for that. A teacher can do that online. They can do it at home. You don't need to be there. So, you know, all that type of stuff, right? So um, that, but also the fact that, like, it's a Marvel movie, so it's a little more hands-off anyway. Like, most of those will probably have oversights from producers and stuff at the same time. So if uh, the director in question, sorry, I'm not going to say the name anymore in case I have got it wrong. Uh, the director in question um, wasn't around, then you could say, oh, could you guys look at this for me because I'm kind of busy on this other job? Because let's be honest, the creative industry is insular at the same time. They all understand that like there's movies to movies to movies, right? James Gunn, for example, even though he was working for DC, he knew he had a commitment to Marvel still until Guidance the Galaxy 3 was finished. Like, And that was okay with DC because they knew that that was just the case. That's just how these things work. That's just how these deals work uh, in Hollywood. So... Again, trying to kind of hit on um, on the Marvels by saying basically the director was trying to duck out before the movie was done, which obviously it wasn't the case. Um, but the reason I'm saying all that is to preface something that I am now seeing, which is kind of hilarious considering all of that. So that was the preface to what we're actually discussing, which is Echo. So Echo came out with a trailer. Now, a lot of people have been saying Echo's going to be made. Echo's going to be a point waste of time. Why are we getting a series about Echo? And then the opinions started to change this week because we got a trailer. Um, it is a five-episode run season that's all going to drop on January 10th, um, and it is part of this new Marvel style going forward, which I think is where they're kind of... I don't know if they're doing the um, showcases anymore, the, like the one-hour specials, uh, but I think they're maybe thinking of doing something more kind of like that, that kind of worked, but like let's not do it exactly like that. 
with the Marvel spotlights, which is going to be more grounded superheroes like Daredevil, like etc. etc. Right. And it's going to like hone in on characters and and circumstances and stuff like that. And Echo is the first one of these, the first Marvel spotlight show. So obviously that's interesting because it says that they're really trying to, they are trying to diversify because they understand that that needs to be what they're doing. And they understand that there is a need and a want for something less grandiose at times from the Marvel universe. So obviously that's all great. But um, what I think is interesting is how many people's opinions changed with the trailer because and this i don't know if i'm just kind of being unfair here or what but because kingpin is in this show and seems to be quite a strong um piece of the show and because daredevil is going to appear i think a lot of people have kind of sided with the show very quickly um i think that might change again once the show comes out because they might say oh well they barely weren't they weren't barely in it and i didn't like the main character which i i just see coming from a mile off um because they always do that. They always do that. Um, but it's funny to see how quickly people's opinions can change because people loved Marvel. People then hated Marvel. People thought Marvel was done as soon as Variety dropped that article. And now we're in a position where people are saying, is Marvel back? And, and don't get me wrong, the first two points of what I've just said happened over a period, a good long period. So fair enough, right? The last two happened within a week. People changed from a really good opinion of Marvel, a really a, a sort of negative opinion of Marvel, sorry, to a relatively hopeful opinion of Marvel. Also, people are seemingly happy about the Marvels just because it's a nice, going to be a nice big cameo at the end. Like this is the thing that really irks me um, with um, the community right because it feels like they only care when something is um something is like paying off something else or or like a cameo or like this character that i've loved since i was 10 is showing up in in, in the movies and it's like okay but we can do other characters as well it just feels like there's no desire to learn about new stories learn about new ideas new new concepts don't get me wrong, I think there is some place for comic accuracy. For example, there's been a comment that's come out about Echo saying that Echo in the show will have different powers to the comics. Uh, she won't be able to just like, I like, cont- like, um, what's the word? She won't be able to copy sort of similar to Taskmaster's abilities, um, copy people's abilities and what they do and like basically reflect Echo them. Um, she will instead have these kind of other powers. And that it was uh, apparently lame that her original power was such. I, I don't think that would be lame. I think that is quite cool. And I I, I like Echo as the character she was. I, but at the same time, I'm okay to see how that goes because I've not read every Echo comic. I don't feel like I have the really the... Like, it's different to Miss Marvel, for example, because Echo is not many people's... Like, not many people will know Echo prior to, you know, Hawkeye and now Echo. And so it feels like it's okay to have her be changed. But Miss Marvel, for example, was a very different circumstance because it felt like it was a change that really flew in the face of a lot of Miss Marvel uh, fans, especially because Miss Marvel had had become a poster girl, so to speak, for a lot of different things, like the new generation of superheroes and kind of not just that, but also... Um, like she had comics that were like very much about her at the center. She had 
a game that she was like the main protagonist of so there's like there's a lot of things there that i feel like um are different and this is the thing right when a character isn't mainstream there's no real ownership over the character but when it is it's like if you change superman now to be i don't know I'm trying to think of even an example, but if you changed him to be a magic user now, even though he's always been this kind of strong um, alien character, right? If he suddenly started using magic, obviously cool for an Elseworlds or a what-if story, but for Superman himself, like, if you just change that permanently going forward, that's that's weird, right? That's like, that's like, people wouldn't like that. I wouldn't like that. And I'm not even a big Superman fan. I just feel like it's like disingenuous to the character that you've created thus far. If you want to create a Superman-esque magic wielder you create a new character Allah, i don't know adam warlock for example very similar kind of um son of a planet like you know son of like who prodigal son type thing you know all type of stuff um so yeah but my view on echo and i will say this i think the trailer was amazing i'm very excited i think i don't care for this idea that everything has to be dark in movies and shows and i don't want like a lot of people think that society should reflect like um sorry art should imitate life and thus because we're going through a sort of rough period um globally because of you know wars and um you know uh recession and the pandemic that we're still recovering from essentially that we should have dark storylines i kind of believe that that's okay yeah sure you want to see you want to feel represented in your media right but also you can have media that is not that right you can have media that is like light-hearted and all about hope and future and and and, and, and doesn't need to be full of blood and brutality but that's that's me i know a lot of, but it i know a lot of people think otherwise but in this instance i think this is very worthwhile i think the echo having a more brutal edge to it is really good for marvel and is really good for the brand to a branch into more because this show and I, I forgot to mention this too echo is going to be the first tv ma show so a mature audience um and obviously that's very exciting exciting in itself too um for marvel because it, it, it says a lot about where marvel expects that they should go next um marvel needs to realize that its audience has changed and its audience has adapted and whilst i don't personally believe that it all needs to be dull and grim and bleak some of it can be good some some of that stuff can be good and i mean daredevil for example the original daredevil one of the probably better superhero shows of all time and it was it was grim it was dark in places and so um yeah i'm very excited to see what echo has to bring to the table i love all the representation that it is doing i love the fact that we're getting some real kingpin um moments with maya specifically i think that's going to be a really interesting relationship and of course i'll enjoy seeing daredevil again but um you know this is maya's show this is echo's show and i'm very excited to see how the character pans out but with all that said, guys, I hope you are looking forward to Echo 2. I hope you're looking forward to the Marvels next week. We will be discussing that next week. We'll be reviewing that. Um, so um, if you are enjoying this podcast, if you are enjoying this uh, video version, or whether you're watching, listen to it, listening to it in audio, um, follow, subscribe, like, do all those things that are available on the platform you're doing them on. And uh, yeah, keep keep posted for the next few weeks. There's a lot to unpack. There's a lot of things coming up. So thank you guys as always. And I'll see you later.